Welcome to Security Nation, an ESA podcast that brings you the voice of electronic security and life safety. We bring on security pros to discuss the latest industry happenings, new technology, and best practices, telling your story to become the ever-present voice in an ever-changing industry. I'd like to introduce this episode's guest. We have Scott Hightower, president of Verified Security, which is based in Atlanta and specializes in providing managed physical security services for its customer base. He works closely with his team to deliver physical security and life safety solutions to a variety of commercial customers in the healthcare, retail, manufacturing, and office verticals. These solutions include hosted video management systems, cloud-based card access control systems, and remote-managed intrusion detection and fire alarm systems. Scott is also the chairman of ESA's Executive Management Group, or EMP Group. Thanks for coming on the podcast today, Scott. Yeah, great. Thanks for having me. Good to be with you, Hannah. Yeah, absolutely. So we're just going to jump right in. Um, Would you be able to tell our listeners a little bit about your background in the industry? Sure. Yeah. So I've been in the security industry for just about 15 years. So, you know, unlike some people that I've gotten to know in the industry, I didn't grow up in the industry, but I did grow up in in a similar industry. I started in telecommunications, worked in the cable television industry for the first part of my career, and then made the jump into security about 15 years ago. And, um, and so I've got my own company. I've got a great team working with me. And uh, I really I love the industry, and it's been great to be part of ESA because I've been able to build some fantastic relationships and, and really learn from people who've been doing it a lot longer than I have. So it's been a great experience so far, and you know all the people that I've gotten to know and work with have just been terrific, really fantastic people. That's great. So uh, you mentioned, um, well, I'd mentioned in your, your bio that you're the chairman of our EMP group. So... Um, for our listeners that may not know, uh, would you be able to kind of describe what that group is and your role within it? Sure, absolutely. So, so EMP stands for Executive Management Professionals, and really it's a fancy way of saying it's a, it's a networking group for senior leaders in the security industry. So it's really focused on um, company owners or senior leaders in security companies and it's uh, it's the networking group. So essentially, these are small groups that we put together. Usually, um, you know, five, six, seven people that meet uh, monthly. Though the frequency could change, and it's a it's a way to um, bounce ideas off of other people, off of peers, and get your questions answered, and uh, generally learn together. You know how to how to grow your business and how to maintain your business. So it's um. You know, like using my example where I was new to the industry now 15 years ago, uh, it's a chance to, to talk to other people who've been through certain situations that I had never experienced. So if I run into something that I hadn't seen before, you know, with the EMP groups, I can bounce an idea off or say, hey, I've run into this. You know, how did you guys handle it? Uh, or, you know, what did you learn? So, you know, there's great men and women that are part of the group and part of the association. And so it's just a fantastic opportunity to get to know a good group of people, but also to learn and grow together. No, that's, that's great. I mean, that's definitely one of our, uh, you know, main goals, um, main offerings at ESA is to create an environment where, you know, iron can sharpen iron uh, so that not everyone needs to reinvent the wheel every time for themselves. Um, 
So no, that, that's great. Uh, so you're uh, are you the incoming chairman for this group? Is that correct, or am I am I mistaken on that? I am. No, you're oh. no, you're exactly right. So I'm the incoming chair uh, for ESA. So that essentially, um, you know, I'm help kind of manage the groups and manage the program uh, and bring people in, answer questions, become kind of an ambassador for the program, try to recruit new people into the program. So you know, all those different hats I get to wear um, in this in this role, and you know, it's. It's a little bit of a hidden gem program because not everybody knows about it, and that's one of our goals is to make sure more people are aware of it because uh, we've got people who are ESA members who learn about it for the first time and say, I wish I had known about this program. I would have taken advantage of it. So it's uh, it's definitely something that we want to promote more and get the word out, but it's, uh, it's a fantastic program. And what's interesting is, you know, these are all people in the industry, and in some cases, they may even be competitors, but it's amazing to see that people are willing to share, you know, their information and trust each other. So it's a, it's really a great opportunity, and they're small groups, so you get to know everybody really well. It's not, you know, if you're in an EMP group, you're not in a group with 25 or 30 people. You know, we're talking about five, six, seven, maybe eight people in a group. So it's a, it's a really, really good opportunity, and I'm excited to be the incoming chair and look forward to, you know, helping get the word out and help grow no, the program. No, absolutely. I mean, that's that's one of our goals with this episode here is maybe we can, you know, get the word out um, and, and provide some, you know, information uh, so people know a little bit more of how the dynamic works. So you mentioned, you know, sometimes potentially there could be, like, competitors and stuff. Um, how do we do we ensure that like competitors are aren't put in the same group or uh is the the content of a lot of the meetings is it not matter if they are in the same group like how do how do we handle situations like that yeah good good question so um so we do try to build the groups where there aren't you know two fierce head-to-head competitors in the same group um and, uh, it, and it's interesting, though, because we have a few groups where there are people who are in the same region um, that are in the group. But generally, when we put those together, we'll ask them, you know, is, is this going to be an issue? And I, I mean, I, I've been in a group um, in our, you know, with another company in our market, in the Atlanta market. But the market in our case is so big, um, that company had a much bigger residential customer base, whereas our company, we're right. pretty much just commercial security. So, you know, we talked about it and said, hey, is this a problem? You know, are we, are we okay with sharing information? And both decided no big deal, and it was a, no issue whatsoever. But, you know, that's not everybody. Some people are a little more concerned about being with a direct competitor, right. particularly if they're going head-to-head. So we try to be sensitive to those and try to adjust the group so that we don't have two people in the exact same marketplace you know, in the same group. So we, you know, we definitely take that into account. We put these groups together. No, that's together. great. Uh, I, th- this question kind of uh, is more like a broad industry question versus just related to the EMP group. Um, what would you say right now is some of our uh, industry's biggest challenges and what is ESA's role? Um, maybe the EMP group plays a part of that role, um, but I don't know, what's your opinion? Yeah, no, good question. So, you know, I think, it probably will come as no surprise that one of the big challenges that everybody talks about in the industry is, is finding, hiring, retaining talented people in their organizations, right? I mean, we, we hear that again and again. Um, it's no different mm-hmm. than many other industries right now that, you know, have a hard time finding and retaining quality people. So our industry, what makes our industry, I think, a little unique is that we're often looking for skilled tradespeople. And, um, 
it used to be they would think much more an emphasis on, you know, developing tradespeople and their trade schools. And um, there were there were more opportunities for people to yeah. pursue a career in a trade like security, technical trade. Um, and there's been less emphasis over the years in the trades. So I think that uh, that's a particularly um, specific challenge for our industry is how to do that. And I think where the EMP groups come in is that there can be some great opportunities for brainstorming on, you know, right. what's worked for you. So if I'm in a group as a company owner, I could say to the other company owners, you know, we're struggling with trying to find, you know, new technical people. What what tactics have worked for you? Where have you found them? How have you hired them? Uh, you know, what's your starting pay scale? Um, you know, there's great opportunities to kind of dig in. And, you know, we're not really talking about sharing competitive information. It's more about you know, give me an idea of where your starting range is or give me an mm -hmm. idea of your benefits package. And the great thing about these small groups is that people really get to trust each other. They get to know and trust each other. So they're willing to share that information and they're not worried that it's going to be taken out of context or are shared outside the group. So, you know, you build kind of these strong kind of confidential relationships and people are, are willing to share. So I think certainly, you know, finding and keeping talented people is a big part. And then the other thing more recently that's been a challenge is just, you know, supply chain. Uh, mm -hmm. Everybody kind of uses the generic term, but finding hardware, getting. And I've seen um, the groups help each other that way, too, because I've seen company owners say, you know, we are trying to find, you know, this component or this piece of hardware or this system. And I heard someone else pipe up and say, oh, you know, we actually have. 20 or 30 of those in the warehouse. And I think we could probably let a couple go if you need, wow. you know, you need one or two. So, you know, it's just a great opportunity to work together or, or someone may say, you know, we don't have any, but I heard that this distributor has a bunch of them in a warehouse. Um, so, you know, the, I think these groups really can come together to solve, you know, solve some of these challenges that pop up in our that's, industry. That's great. Uh, and then a question that just came to my mind is, is there an additional cost to join the group or like what are the what kind of gatekeeping or like barriers are there for an ESA member being able to join one of these groups yeah okay so so there's no additional cost so as an ESA member um, you'd be eligible the only thing that we uh, do when we're forming the groups is we're really looking for senior leaders so we're looking for usually company owners and perhaps their direct reports. So, because the, the topics we're talking about are usually a little broader and more strategic right. and not as tactical. So, you know, someone who's, you know, uh, monitoring center manager probably wouldn't find the content as relevant. Um, but yes, usually it's usually it's company owners or it may be a company owner and, you know, ton you know, of direct reports, senior leaders. So that's really the only thing we do. Um, we ask that anyone who's interested fill out a form, uh, and then that just kind of gets screening to make sure the person's a good fit, and then it comes to us and we, you know, put the groups together. So yeah, but there's there's absolutely for those that are eligible, there's absolutely no additional cost. It's all part of uh, you know another great, oh, that's great ESA member benefit. So what would you say to someone who is I don't know would say something along the lines of I am so busy, I am just trying to run my business here, I am dealing. With all those issues that you just described, the workforce, the supply chain, um, how do I actually, do I have the time in my schedule to join another group? Um, what would you say to someone who, you know, maybe has some of those concerns front of mind? 
Yeah. I mean, I would say you can't afford not to, right? I think that uh, everybody's busy. Absolutely everybody's busy. Um, even these yeah. days, everybody seems to be busy, busier than ever. Uh, so I think that busy, busy is the word. But I think, you know, there's a, a saying that many people have probably heard that says, you know, if you want to grow and develop, you have to work, you know, on your business, not always in your business. And I think all of us do some of both, you know, working in the business, but also maybe need to spend more time working on the business. And that working on the business is where you kind of pull yourself out, right? And you think on a broader mm -hmm. basis, you think more strategically. And I think this is the time to do that. And so I think if you're going to be successful, you have to do both and you have to make, you have to make the time. And, you know, I think that um, anyone can really make the time. What we're really talking about is most of these groups meet once a month. Uh, we're talking about, you know, an hour or two a month. It's, you know, it's a small commitment in terms of the overall number of hours in a, in a month, but it's really beneficial. And the people that you know, take advantage of it say, this, this is fantastic and I would never give it up. And so, you know, we'll, we'll meet usually um, a couple times a year in person. So like at ESX, we try to get a group together, um, you know, maybe another opportunity to get groups together face-to-face, -to -face. but the rest of the time, it's usually just a Zoom, like a Zoom video, you know, Microsoft mm -hmm. Teams or Zoom, some sort of video call. So, you know, it's not, not a huge time commitment, but the people who are really engaged. Just no, I agree. I mean, when I was at uh, ESX uh, in June, I talked to a few people who were members of the group. And I mean, all of them only had great things to say. I mean, I remember, I think nearly every person I talked to said it, it may be the single most, um, I don't know, like game changing thing in, in my career in the industry, as far as just the people I met and the things that I've learned and the information I was able to gain and give, uh, it kind of revolutionized their time in the industry. So me personally, I've only heard good things from members of the group. Yeah. yeah, well, that's great. I mean, that's, that, that is, you know, echoes kind of what I hear from people and, you know, there are lots of networking yeah. groups out, you know, generally out there. Um, I'm sure lots of people have heard of other networking groups, but you know, what makes this unique is this is all industry peers, right? This is all in our security industry. So there are people who have, you know, facing the same challenges, the same issues, um, as other members of the group. And so it's just a great opportunity to, to pick people's brains. And, um, and the ones I've seen, like I said, everyone's really willing to share and be forthcoming. And so it's great to see that kind of sharing because it's the, you know, the rising yes. tide lifts all boats, if you know that saying, right? So it's just, you know, everybody working together and generating success and growth. So it's um, it's really a fantastic opportunity. And I think really the, the big thing is, and which is what we're working on right now, is getting the word out because the people who, some, most of the people that I've seen get involved that were mm -hmm. not involved just weren't fully aware of it. Or they may have heard, you know, EMP, what, what is that? I don't know what that is. And so... Um, yeah, just understanding how you know how the program works and the benefits Absolutely. of it, I think, is a great first so, step. So, uh, shifting gears once again, um, what is some advice that you would give uh, to colleagues in the industry, or maybe conversely, maybe um, maybe some mistakes you've made uh, that you would like to share as cautionary tales uh, with your 15 years in the industry? Sure. So, yeah, if you <laughs> want to spot mistakes okay. I've made, we might no, need another hour or two. To <laughs> I've, I've made plenty of them, so and I'm happy to share them. But uh, no, all, all joking aside, um, yeah, I mean, I think everybody 
makes mistakes in in their career. And certainly me being new to the industry, I, I did make plenty of them early on. Mm-hmm. You know, my, my goal only is to try to make less of them <laughs> as time goes on. Uh, and so hopefully I'm succeeding at that, that goal. But, um, you know, there are things that you, particularly if you're new to an industry or new to parts of the industry, right? I mean, I've seen people who had, you know, maybe targeted certain vertical, you know, commercial mm-hmm. verticals for a long time and decided to expand or only work with certain product lines and decided to expand, right? And so every time you branch out, there's an opportunity uh, or a risk that you're going to make some sort of mistake getting into it. And so I've seen, you know, the members of these groups work together on situations like that. So, for example, um, uh, uh, you know, I'm a security company owner, which I am, and let's say that I have been using, you know, vendor A for 20 years for my security hardware. And... Maybe something's changed in that relationship, or maybe I'm not happy. Maybe you know, maybe there's something where I'm thinking about using another supplier. Well, I could just go jump in with the other supplier without doing any sort of research, um, or I can ask the members of my EMP group, "Hey, does anyone work with this supplier over here that I'm considering?" And the chances are that someone is, and that person or those people can say, "Great, great company to work with," but you know, here, mm-hmm. you know, ABC things you need to know. Um, or they might say, mm, don't, don't make that change. Right. You know, so that, that right there, if you think about those opportunities to bounce those kinds of ideas, definitely can sort of de-risk the situation and make changes sort of less scary and, um, and sort of look, look at what could happen ahead of time so that you're prepared versus going in blindly. So I think, you know, those kinds of things are tremendously beneficial, and I've seen that, uh, and I've seen people dedicate entire conversations to working with a certain supplier and, uh, you know, what they're finding and what works and what doesn't work. So um, so that's where I see, in, like in my background, where I didn't have an EMP, it was a lot easier to make mistakes like that, right? So like, all right, I'm going to go switch and do this over here and kind of walk in and then, you know, oh, no, what have I got myself into? And then after maybe some costly learning, you know, kind of rework and get back on the right path. And so I think that's that's a case where that could happen. I think, you know, uh, the other thing that people will often run into is they mm-hmm. at times will try to say yes to everything, which is a mistake we probably made early on when I got into the industry. It's sort of like, oh, you want us to do that? Sure, we'll go do that. Oh, you want us to do this? We'll go do this. And what I found is you, you can't be everything to everybody. And that when we could specialize, you know, with certain product lines, and in our case, focus on commercial verticals and using certain hardware suppliers that we could really become experts in, that's when things became more manageable, became better. And so that's one thing I could share for anybody who's newer to the industry uh, or newer to certain products or verticals that, you know, just be careful not to say yes to everything because you can, you know, really drive yourself crazy. No, yeah, I remember hearing this and it really struck me. Um, I don't remember who said it. It's probably a quote from somebody, somebody famous. I don't know. But uh, it, it's, it was something along the lines of if, if you're a startup or a business, it is much easier to uh, die from choking than die from starving. And, you know, that could be choking on uh, saying yes <laughs> to way too many, you know, customers saying yes to wait, offering too many services and products. I mean, it could be, it could be a lot of things. Um, but I don't know. I remember I really kind of thought about that. I think 
very often, uh, you know, business owners, business leaders will think like, we just need to keep going. We need to keep growing. We need to, you know, keep adding more value, which all the, those things are true. But at the same time, it's, if you keep saying yes, eventually you're spreading yourself too thin in, in one direction if you're not too careful. That's, that's exactly right. And look, in our industry, which is very, you know, focused on technology and learning technology, if you say yes to everything that comes along, then essentially you're having yep. to learn new technology, you know, all the time. And there's just a limit to how much of that you can do versus specializing, picking a, a platform or a handful of platforms and specializing in those platforms and becoming experts. Because I can tell you over the years, uh, there have been many cases where we had business referred to us because someone else said, oh, you have that platform. Yep. Call call the team at Verified Security. They are experts in that platform. They know it inside and out. You know, I've had we've had other security companies in Atlanta refer business to us because someone had a yep. system that they didn't work on very often, but that we worked on all the time. And they said, "Oh no, call those guys. They know what they're doing." And we've done the same. Like we don't do a lot of residential security, so we'll have people call us and we'll refer them to people that we've gotten to know through ESA who do more residential security and past business that way. So, yeah, I mean, there you have competitors who are partners who are competitors and, you know, it's, um, mm -hmm. it, it's always an interesting industry in that way. And we can all work together and there's, you know, big enough pie. There's lots of, lots of business for everyone. But, uh, I do think there is always the risk that if you try to take on too much to your point, you know, you can spread yourself too, too no, thin. No, definitely, and it's definitely just not. Not. <laughs> not a pleasant experience. So, uh, what would you say to someone who is, uh, you know, not an ESA member <laughs> but is considering it? Oh, I would say it's the best investment you'll ever make in the industry. I think that um, just the, the learning opportunities and the learning opportunities come in many ways, right? So there are, uh, you know, like ESX, you know, is a a big learning opportunity every year and there's great speakers and great educational sessions and great networking because you're with people outside of the sessions that you get to know. And then opportunities like EMP within ESA, that's a, a great networking and learning opportunity. Uh, ESA hosts educational webinars. Um, there's mm -hmm. uh, training, you know, the whole training program through ESA. I mean, there's just so I can go on and on and on that, you know, that could be a whole nother hour. Uh, but the, uh, the opportunities to to take advantage of learning and networking, those are the ones that I've found to be really beneficial. I joined early when I first got into the industry. I said, I don't know as much as some of these people, but I need to get in with a good association to, to try to meet some people and, and learn. And I've been a member for years and it's really been incredibly beneficial. And just the, the friendships I've made, I mean, I've got people I see every year at the ESX show and they're like, you know, hey, it's great to see you. How have you been? Uh, you know, we'll go catch up and and hear how everyone's doing. And, and then some great learning comes out of that. You're like, hey, what, you know, what's working for you? What what new sales tactics have you been trying? Or what new business have you been bringing on? And some of these conversations will just go on, you know, for for hours. So it's a, it's really a great opportunity to build relationships and to learn no, more yeah. and I, to help I, that's, that's huge. You, I mean, you know, grow your I, I remember talk, I interviewed some people about their experience at ESX and so many of them would say something along the lines of it, it being a big family reunion. That's something that's kind of unique. I think about our industry. I've been in it. Uh, I wouldn't say, <laughs> I don't know. I feel like I've been in the industry for about six years now. I was on yeah. the software side for a while, but, uh, that was something that I found really striking is that it is very tight knit. And, um, 
you find groups like the EMP, EMP group where, I mean, you can have competitors working with each other and um, there is this willingness to collaborate and work together that I think is really unique and special. And if, if you aren't capitalizing on those, you know, opportunities to connect and network, man, are you missing out? Um, <laughs> because I think it does, uh, it's something that's unique and uh, it's special and you, you should definitely take advantage of it uh, wherever you can. Yeah, I, I agree with you 100%. I think that's very well said. I think that it is amazing to see what people are willing to share. And I've seen very detailed information shared between companies um, just about you know how they run their business, what's working, and uh, and people are just happy to share. It's just uh, it's great, and no, those relationships great. all form so, through uh, membership in ESA. So, last question, since I think we have a little bit of time, um, what are some things that you're working on at Verified Security? Yeah, uh, so we are staying very busy, which is great. Um, I never, I always say, mm-hmm. never want to complain about being too busy because it's much better than the alternative. Um, but yeah, our, I mean, our big thing is we've just been growing. Um, we've got, uh, you know, great backlog of business. Uh, we just hired another two people, maybe bringing on a couple more. Uh, so th- things are going great for us. Um, what we're finding is that, um, you know, the, the trend around managed services and cloud-based services continues. Uh, our customers seem to really like that model where I can, you know, the way we the way we sell our services is we'll provide you know some of these cloud-based services, whether it's access control, video, intrusion alarm, um, but we also bundle that in with service agreements. So it's kind of one monthly amount to budget, and our customers love it. Like this is easy, and we take care of everything. And so that's been the big thing is just continuing to to uh, grow those services and and take care of all of our existing customers while continuing to add new ones. So, yeah, we haven't seen any slowdown in economic activity yet. And we have, uh, in the Atlanta area, we have Mm -hmm. a lot of um, transportation and distribution logistics companies, and they just continue to grow and build out warehouses and, you know, bring in more product and distribution. So we've just seen continued growth in that. And, uh, and then, you know, obviously we're continuing to grow our team, right? So as we add more people, making sure that they understand our values and, you know, what our company's oh, all great. about. that's great. A lot of so exciting things. That's been I'm our, happy to hear our that big you're focus growing, lately. Uh, your customer base and your employee base. That's really exciting stuff. So um, I guess I should say uh, yep. for any of the listeners out there, um, let's say that they are interested in learning more about the EMP group, um, if they are members, uh, where should they go to try and enroll? Like what should be their first steps? Sure. So there's a, there is an EMP webpage on the ESA website. And so there's more information about the program. And I believe there's a form you could fill out there. Uh, also, they're you know, happy to contact me if they like. I can provide my email address. Um, it's Scott H, S-C-O-T-T-H, at verifiedsecurity.com. So anyone who's you know, got questions or maybe interested and can't figure out what the next steps are, you know, those people are happy, or would be, they'd be more than happy to respond to emails from anyone who wants to email me. But yeah, there is an, a webpage on the ESA website 
with information about the program and awesome. next steps. And, All right. And how well, to you heard it here, so folks. You know what to do. Any of those do. options would work. Uh, I would just like to thank you, Scott, for coming on the podcast today. I really appreciate <laughs> it. It's been a, a pleasure speaking with you today. Yeah, well, thank you, Hannah. It's been great talking with you. And like I said, you know, we look forward to continue to grow the EMP program and uh, look forward to adding some, some new people agreed, this year. And agreed. so, yeah, it should be a well, great Well, thanks year again for coming on Security Nation podcast. And, and thank you, listeners who tuned in today. Make sure to subscribe. We're on all the podcasting platforms, and the full video version is available on YouTube. And if you're curious about how ESA membership can power your business, please visit our website, uh, esaweb.org. Take some time to schedule a quick discovery call with our membership team. You'll be happy you did. And have a great day, security pros.